Hey, it's Matt, and uh, welcome to Wednesday Night Whenever, the podcast that brings you into our student ministry at Watson Baptist Church, um, located in Watson, Louisiana. Um, thanks for thanks for checking us out. You know, uh, we started a new series this this week uh, called Back to the Basics, and it's it's focusing on um, you know basic Christianity, foundational Christianity that's imperative um, to know as believers. You know, because the thing is, you know, we need to understand why we believe what we believe, especially in this in this world we live in, where where um, you know distractions and confusion abound. We need to understand, um, you know, why why we as believers believe the things we believe, um, and not just to to understand it ourselves, but to be able to articulate it, because we need to be able to share with somebody. You know, um, you know why we believe what we believe. When, especially when people ask, you know, hey, why do you go to church? Why, why do you get baptized? You know, who is Jesus? What is prayer? What is faith? And we need to be able to understand these things and know them so that we can share this with with others. And so, this is a series that's really been on my mind and on my heart for a while, and I'm so excited that that we started. You know, we started the series. Um, this this week, uh, focusing on uh, faith. What is faith? You know, uh, biblically, what is faith? What does it mean to, to have faith in somebody? Have some in, faith in someone? You know, what does it mean to have faith in God? And so um, this week we explored that, and then uh, we're going to kind of um, you know come back to this next week with kind of a case study, if you will, of um, why having faith in God is imperative. And so important in the world we live in, you know. Why is it beneficial to to put to put our faith in in God? And we're going to be going to the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, uh, for that next week. So I hope you come back next week. But but thank you for checking it out, checking us out today as we started this new series together. But let, hey, let's go ahead and rewind it back to Wednesday night. All right, guys. Well, thank y'all so much. Uh, I'm so glad you're all here tonight. I really am. Um, you know, because tonight we we start a, a fresh new series uh, together, and, and it's actually one that I've been really, I've been praying over, been praying about. It's one that I I was really excited to start and dive into, um, simply because of the fact that there is a need for for us as as those who claim to follow Christ. Um, you know, those of us who say that that they are a believer. Um, to to understand and know why we believe what we believe, you know, and, and and not just that, but also to be able to, if somebody asks us about it, you know, if somebody tries to to have a conversation regarding, you know, uh, you know what we believe, it, our, our faith and things like that, um, to be able, we need to be able to articulate and tell somebody why we believe what we believe, you know, why why we go to church. Right, you know why we get baptized, who Jesus is, what faith is, why we pray, and um, last week we we closed our uh, our story time series looking at the parables of Jesus. Um, and by the way, if you missed that week, it's recorded, it's live on the podcast. You can go listen to it. But um, but we we closed by by um, looking at the parable about the two foundations that that Jesus taught about. And, you know, one and he said one man one man he built his house on the sand. And, uh, and and when and when he said when the storms came the and the winds blew then that house crumbled, the house was destroyed, and then and then one man built his house on the rock 
And when the storms came and, and the winds blew, the house built on the rock, it held tight and it was secure and it held fast against the storm. Thus the importance for having a strong spiritual foundation. And that's what Jesus was, was teaching in that parable, um, you know, is that your foundation matters. You know, your, your spiritual foundation matters. What and who you put your faith in is vastly important. You know, especially in the broken world and the culture that we live in today, there's a vast need to prepare now for, for the storms and the confusion that this life brings. You know, by building and strengthening our, our spiritual foundations now. You know, Jesus counted as imperative, as vastly important. Question is, do you? Do you? You know, do we, do we see that as, as important? You know, do you see a need in your own life when it comes to who you put your faith in and, 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 your, and who, do, who you trust in, right? So in this new series, you know, though, though basic is in the title, right? Back to the basics. You know, it's not going to be like watered down Christianity. Uh, you know, this is foundational stuff. This is stuff we need to know and understand and, 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 um, and be able to articulate it and tell somebody. Right. This is this is going to be core beliefs, core theology, core doctrine of Christianity for the sheer fact that we have to know what we believe. So when the confusion comes in, when the doubt creeps in into our life, either through peers or friends or social media, the countless storms that we face in our life. So so we won't fall and crumble and and um, and, and build on unstable foundations that are rooted in worldly self-seeking, self-pleasing emotional ideology, but instead will be rooted in the unchanging truth that is God's word. So tonight we start with, with building that foundation, right? Strengthening it by, by exploring, exploring faith, right? What faith is, you know, what types of faith that there is. And then, and then we're going to end it with, um, with a case study proving why having faith in God is beneficial and imperative for all who live in this broken world. But tonight, you know, tonight I want to give you just some um, some key verses and, and a key and a key chapter for our study this evening. You can write them down or you can mark them in your Bibles, which I hope you have, um, by the way, in front of you. Once again, your actions prove your commitment. Your actions prove your commitment. So so the action of whether or not you bring your Bibles um, with you to Bible study shows your commitment level to growing spiritually. So, you know, I hope I see more Bibles uh, next week, maybe even some note takers. Again, it's this important stuff, you know, to remember, and we do that by writing things down. But our key verses tonight are in Hebrews chapter 11, uh, verse 1, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, Romans 10, verse 17, and the book of Psalms 119, 105. That's going to be our key verses tonight, and our key passage is going to be Hebrews chapter 11. Um, and, and, and these keys are going to unlock for us the meaning of faith, uh, what it means to have faith, the types of faith that we can have, and then what it looks like fully putting faith in God. So let's begin. Let's begin with what faith is by looking at our first key verse, which is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. It says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. And so, so we have that word faith, and, and in, in a few minutes you're going to talk about it in your, in your discussion groups, but we have this word faith, and we hear it a lot. You know, we hear it a lot. 
Because the word faith, it's, it's thrown around quite a bit today. It can be used to refer to like organized religion or, or positive thinking, um, some generic hope and it's, or self-confidence, um, you know, having faith in ourselves or things like that. So when we talk about faith and, and, and belief, being a believer in Jesus, it's important that we understand the biblical meaning of faith. But, but first, I want to know, I, I just want to know, how, how would you define faith? How would you define in your own words faith? What do you think? Anybody in your own words, how would you define what faith is? Any takers? How about this? This is what I'll do. Write it down. Like if you don't have anything to write, well, we have notebooks up here, by the way. You can take one. They're free. They're little notebooks. There's pens. If you have your, your phone, you can write it down in your notes section. I'll allow it today. Um, but I want you to write down your definition of faith because you're going to discuss it. You're going to discuss it in your, in your small group later. So this is going to help your small groups out in just a few minutes. Write down your definition of faith, okay? And, and, and just, or, just, or just think about it. But looking back here at our first, our first um, uh, we're going to look actually at our, our two kind of key verses in Scripture. You know, these are kind of two of the, the clearest verses in the Bible for, for defining faith. And they're, and they're found in the book of Hebrews, uh, in a chapter that, that has become known as like the hall of, of faith, Hebrews chapter 11. And, uh, but I'm going to read verse 1 again. It says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Um, I guess bonus points if they write, if that's one of their answers in small group, I guess. But, um, but here's the first key. The first, you know, this is, this is actually the first reason why faith is important. So, so faith is important because it's having trust in God that gives us hope even when we can't see it. You know, it's trusting that he's there working and moving in our lives. You know, faith, faith is this foundational, you know, uh, it's foundational thing for, for, uh, for our lives as believers and it's just that, a firm, assured belief in God. You know, trusting that he's there, just like he's promised. Remember, you know, his, his promise to, to never leave or, nor forsake us, his children. That's his promise. And, and, this is, and this is an important aspect of faith, you know, one that we uh, need as believers, to, that we need to have. You know, a core belief that we as the church should, should share. But I, so that's our first kind of uh, key verse. I want to look at our second key verse. And that's Hebrews 11, verse 6. It says, then we find our, our second reason why faith is important. And it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And so we have our two, our two first key verses here. So second reason why, why faith is important. If you don't have faith in the existence of God, then how are you going to live for him? If you don't believe he's there, if you don't believe he's working, then how are you going to live for him? As a believer, right? Because he rewards, he blesses those that earnestly believe in him and that seek them with our whole hearts. But if you're here tonight or if you're listening to this and you're currently not living for God, you feel distant from God, then I would ask you to check your foundation. You know, what, what is your faith level like right now? You know, do you trust him completely? You know, do you abide in God and seek to live for him, you know, believing that he is there and moving, even if you can't physically see him. So, so faith is having that trust and knowledge that God is there working and moving in your, in your life for, you know, for our good and for his glory because he loves us unwaveringly. And, and because of that, we put our whole faith in him and him alone. But without that belief, you know, that he is there, you know, we, then we can't totally trust him, can we? We can't. 
And this is crucial. This is foundational for us as, as, profession, as professing believers. It's the foundation that we build everything else on. So, so what is your faith like tonight? You know, who is your faith in right now? Because if it's placed anywhere but in God, then I'm sorry, but Scripture says that you're on a, a wide road that leads to destruction. So, so we, see, we see now with our first two key verses what faith is and how it impacts our walk with God. Well, this is going to be now for, if you, know, if you take notes, uh, you remember, just want to remember this. This is two, our two kind of keys to faith here, you know, going from these verses. Number one, first key to faith, faith is having confidence in God's existence and perfect plan for your life, whether seen or unseen. So number one, faith is having confidence in God's existence and perfect plan for your life, whether seen or unseen. There are so many that can't grasp can, that can't grasp this, and it just baffles me because you can come in here, right, and sit down in a chair and place faith in that chair that it's going to hold you up. Yet you can't see how it was made. You can't go to the factory and watch them make put that chair together. But many claim that that their faith can't can't be placed in an invisible God, and, and that's where I say, well, just look around. You know, the evidence of God is everywhere, but, but far too many have their eyes closed when it comes to God, or, or instead they're, they're, not, they're looking at themselves far too closely to, to see God. You know, it's like when I ask my kids to pick up the trash that they've left out, and they just walk right past it and say, what trash? You know, now y'all don't do that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so we have our first, that was our first kind of uh, key there. Our second key verse shows us why faith is important. So number two, total... Total faith is required to please God. So remember, you know, God wants our whole hearts, you know, our whole devotion, not our second best. You know, we're to fully trust in him. You know, the, the, uh, there's a verse in scripture that should rock us to the core. I know every time I read it, it, it terrifies me. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. I think I read this last week. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will, ent- will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the ones who, who, who do the will of my father in heaven, on that day, many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name, drive out demons in your name, and do many miracles in your name? Didn't we do all this cool stuff in your name?" Then I will announce to them, "I never knew you. Depart from me, you lawbreakers." I mean, that that verse should rock us to the core as believers. You know, Jesus shares this to make his followers aware that he deserves more than just lip service. You know, he deserves our all. You know, we can't just Stay late one Wednesday night and put out chairs and, and, and tables and, and do that and then expect to enter the kingdom of God. Which, by the way, I need help doing that after. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, we can't do all these, all these things, all these things and, and, uh, and not have a, a transformed life and a new heart and expect to get into heaven or expect to be a follower of his. You know, he, Jesus deserves more than just lip service, Right. You know, it's a life totally lived by faith in him or not at all. And so we have what faith is. Now we have the purpose of faith. So let's look now where faith comes from. And we're going to do that by looking at our next key verse. Our next uh, key verse is in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. And it says, so faith comes from what is heard. And what is heard comes through the message about Christ. And so now we have our, our, our third key to faith here. And that's where it comes from. 
So number three, faith comes from hearing God's word proclaimed. So here, you know, Paul's writing the letter to the church in Rome where faith comes from, and that it comes from hearing the message of Christ, hearing the word proclaimed and taught, you know, whether it's through a preacher, a Sunday school teacher, an evangelist, a deacon, the testimony of of a fellow believer. Faith comes from hearing the message of God's word. And there are actually, there are five types of faith that come from hearing God's word. Number one, I'm going to go through these kind of quick. Number one, saving faith. Hearing and responding to the gospel, the message of Christ crucified for all mankind. You know, that, that Jesus, the word became flesh, and being the only perfect man to ever live, came to die for the sins of humanity. He took, he took on all the sin debt of, of everyone ever, including you, and, and, and he paid the ultimate penalty for sin, which is death. And he died an agonizing death on the cross. And then three days later, he beat death. And he rose again, defeating sin, defeating death. And now he resides in heaven with his father. You know, hearing that message can result in, in saving faith. By, by repentance, which means, remember, turning, you know, turning from your life of sin and then turning, to, and then turning to, to Christ in belief for what he did for you on the cross and through, and through the resurrection. And, and, and that through all that, you have a new life in him. You know, that is saving faith. And, you know, and I hope that all of you here have that type of faith, by the way. So you have saving faith. Number two type of faith is justifying. Justifying faith, the conviction that, that you've been forgiven and made clean by Jesus. Right? You know, the, that, you know, understanding, knowing that he has wiped away your sin debt and justified you before a righteous God. Making you part of God's kingdom. You know, this, this is through that saving faith. And then three, you have the, the doctrinal faith, right? The type of faith that means you trust in God's word and, and the teachings of scripture. And then you have four, the indwelling faith, faith that gets stronger and stronger and stronger to withstand trials, temptations, hardships, you know, uh, where our faith becomes unshakable and unsinkable, right? That strong foundation. And then you have the daily, that daily faith that, you can, that you're trusting that God can and will and is meeting your daily needs, you know, without worrying and complaining about things. And all these types of faith, by the way, come from hearing God's word. And we can have all these types, or we can have some of them, or we can have none of them. And it really hinges on whether or not that you are hearing and studying the word of God. You know, and this goes back, by the way, the need to bring your Bibles to Bible study. You know, and and practice uh, self-feeding. You know, and not just relying on Sundays and Wednesdays for, for your intake of the word, but taking it in daily. So are you hearing God's word daily, I guess? You know, because the, the, the strength of your faith proves whether or not you're putting yourself in the position to hear God's word or not. And our last key verse is found in Psalms 119, 105, and it says, your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. So the so, uh, fourth key of faith here, number four, is faith in God's word guides our steps. And, and this, was a, this was a big one for me personally. And, and, and for you at your age, this may be something that you're looking for as well. And that's direction and guidance. You know, this, this one hits me hard always because direction is something I've really needed in my life. Um, you know, I've never been a big planner of things. Yeah, thanks. And, um, you know, I've always been a big kind of go with the flow type of person. Anybody else like that? Anybody else? Got a few of you. Awesome. Um, and it's, and it, you know, and it is, it's actually, it's taking a lot for me to actually sit down and, and kind of plan things out. You know, every January I try to kind of sit down and plan things out for our student ministry, you know, what we're going to study, the camps and things. And, you know, and it's taken me a while to kind of learn how to do admin 
And um, because, I, you know, I really truly do think I have some type of ADD. I do. But, um, but I'm, just, I'm just not a planning type person. You know, I'm more of a wing it, kind of go with the flow. And, um, and it's taken a lot for me to become a, a planning type of person. But it hasn't been easy. So back in high school and then kind of early, in my early 20s, um, you know, direction and purpose was something I really struggled with. I did. And, um, you know, and I've shared with you before part as part of my testimony, you know, I went to like three different colleges, uh, each twice. So I went to college like six different times. I've had like maybe five or six different majors and, um, I just never really knew what I wanted to do. And, uh, I could never really find that purpose on my own. Um, and, and it was kind of a struggle for me and I'm going to be honest with you, right? You like honesty, right? I'm gonna keep it real. I, you know, I spent more time worrying and looking for my purpose everywhere else other than in God for so long that it led to all sorts of, of heartaches and, and tensions in my life and strife that I just, I truly wouldn't wish it on my greatest enemy. It was not a, it was not a fun time. But, you know, but there was that one moment, and I've shared this before, that, that moment where I just stared at myself in, in the mirror of the, of, of the Chimes Bar and Grill in, in Covington. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and said, I can't do this anymore. I can't. And, you know, I've, I, it, that's where I decided. I went and I went all in. I said, God, I mean, what do you have for me? Because I obviously don't know. And it was the best thing I could have ever done. The single best thing I could have ever done. And, and, and it's led me to some of the most surprising places, you know, including Watson, Louisiana. Because, you know, I never would in a million years would have planned the things for myself that God has blessed me with being able to do. So tonight, if you're looking for direction or purpose, go to God for it. Don't, don't waste years of your life trying to find your own way. Go to God now. For it, search his word for clarity and illumination in your life. You know, for years I did, um, you know, actually uh, years and years ago, I think like one of the first times I was here, I did a study on how faith is like duct tape. I don't know if you remember that. I think Andrew was probably here, but I don't think anybody else in this room was. Um, maybe Alexa Payne, who's who's watching um, my niece, is. Uh, uh, I think she was here. But, but it was pretty funny. But strangely, it holds up, pun intended. So faith is like duct tape. Oh, I remember. You remember? Because faith is what holds the seams of our relationship with God together. You know, faith is believing what the Bible says, no matter what it looks like around you. You know, faith is going to help you help uh, keep you together when you feel like you're falling apart. You know, faith is trusting in God and knowing that you can come out on top no matter what comes your way. So faith is like duct tape because it holds your life together. You know, also faith is like duct tape because it can be used in a variety of situations. Duct tape is pretty useful. You know, you might be facing a problem. Well, you can just whip out your roll of duct tape and patch it together, right? You know, um, and, you know, so, so faith can be used that in, in any time and in any situation, just like duct tape. Faith in, faith in God is, is always the answer to whatever situation you're facing. So tonight we, we've seen, you know, we've looked at, at, at four keys that, of faith. So number one, faith is having confidence in God's existence and perfect plan for your life, whether seen or unseen. Number two, total faith is required to please God. Number three, faith comes from hearing God's word proclaimed. And number four, faith 
It's God's faith in God's word guides your steps. And so tonight, you know, I'm going to stop there, actually. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to give you all time to discuss these four keys. And, and, and next week, we're going to go into a case study and prove why faith in God is better than any alternative by far. And we're going to be going to Hebrews chapter 11, the hall of faith, right? Um, so, hey, if you want to be ahead of the game, that could be your homework. You know, go, go, go and read Hebrews 11. It actually, you know, it's really cool. Hebrews chapter 11 provides like a summary of biblical history. Um, and it highlights all the all the um, the highlighting the faith of, of key people along along the way. It sounds pretty crazy, I know, to like, oh, I've got to read a whole chapter, but um, but just think of it like a blog post or something, or some film review or Yelp review, something something along those lines. It's it's kind of like a highlight reel. That's how that's how I kind of describe. It. It's like a highlight reel. Uh, it could be called the Old Testament in like sixty seconds. It, it's not. It's a quick read. And it's really it's really awesome. It really is. But we're gonna be looking at that next week. If you want to read ahead, please do. But in closing tonight, how is your faith? How, how is your faith right? How would you say that your faith is tonight? Are you lacking in any of these keys that we've discussed? Well, maybe tonight's night, you know, to, to do something about it. But I hope, I hope y'all can discuss it in, in your small groups. Pray with me. I want to dismiss you. Uh, Father, we just thank you so much for tonight, God. I thank you for, um, for just for your word, God, um, and how it impacts and changes lives. And God, and I, prayed that, uh, I pray for that to happen tonight. That, um, you know, that we don't leave here the, the same as when we arrived, God, that we leave here with deeper knowledge and, and just the understanding, God, of, of, of faith and, and how foundational and, and important it is, God. Um, and so, Father, I, I do pray that, that, we can, uh, that we can discuss it uh, deeper in small groups, God, that, um, that we can keep you in the middle of those, those, uh, those discussions. But, Father, I just, I just thank you so much for everybody that's here. And God, if there's somebody here tonight who, uh, who hasn't taken that first step in putting their, their faith in you, having that, experiencing that saving faith, God, um, you know, by putting their hope and their faith and trust in what you did for them on the cross, um, by dying for, for them, um, paying their sin debt in full so that they can be with you in heaven one day. And not just be with you one day, but also be with you now. Um, and so, God, I, I do pray that tonight that, um, you know, that it's it's their night of, of salvation, God. That would be that would be amazing. So, Father, just um, just continue to to change hearts and guide us and direct us, Father. But we love you and we thank you. So, be with us now. In your name, we pray. Amen. Y'all are dismissed. Hey, well, thank you so much for uh, checking us out and taking some time to learn along with us here at the student ministry at Watson Baptist Church. Um, come back next week for the remaining uh, lesson on, on faith as we go into that hall of faith in Hebrews chapter 11, um, looking at a case study of, of why it's important to put our faith in God. So I uh, hope you come back next week for that. And don't forget, you know, to, to um, you know, like our podcast on wherever you're listening to it, whether that's Spotify or Amazon, Apple, anchor.fm, you know, um, you know, subscribe and, and like and, and, you know, to get those notifications of when there's a new episode out. But guys, I hope you have a, a, a great rest of your week and, um, and we'll see you next week. You're dismissed.